thirsty and 30. We cannot end this interview yeah. with you, Tito Boy, without you answering this last question. <laughs> yeah. Sex. Sex or chocolates? Sorry, Naman. Whoever took good care of you, whoever you love, say I love you now because tomorrow is never promised. Uh, fight naked. I, I, I've heard I imagine not, the audience naked. That is the... I have not heard it here. What is this, what like is this, this. fight naked, Itaboya? I like you know, The defenses are down. Believe me. I don't want to lose the pain because that's my only connection to my nanai. I don't want to lose the pain. Thirsty and 30. Hello to our Thirsty listeners. This is Shari. Welcome back to our Thirsty to Know series. In this series, join Bea and I ask thriving people 30-something questions to deep dive into their own amazing journeys. Our goal is to help ourselves and you, our listeners, navigate your 30s and beyond with a newfound thirst for life. Our guest today needs no introduction. He is our interviewer icon. Eloquent, vulnerable, and incredibly generous with his knowledge and wisdom. This conversation made us laugh, cry, and realize that we need to tell our loved ones we love them every single day. This is for all of you people looking for ways to navigate life, relationships, grief, and everything in between. We are so happy to welcome Mr. Boy Abunda. Oh, I'm so excited we actually have Tito Boy here. You know, I'm not usually nervous. I, but I'm like a mixture of nervous and excited right now. Um, I don't know about you, Bea. A little sweaty. It's okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll manage. We'll manage. Well, if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm thirsty. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is our motto. It's always oh, yeah. thirsty to know. And I think you're the perfect person because you're always learning. And yeah, rather... Oh, yeah. Rather than mabudol sa pag-ibig, I think one should try to read and understand how to be somewhat rational when it comes to love and relationships. Exactly. You know? No, but you don't always have to be rational. I mean, that, uh, that uh, premise of wanting to be rational brings yeah. you to um, chaos sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> ride the highs and ride the lows of life. I'm Boy Abunda and I'm proud to be here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Tita Boy, for joining us. Okay, so let's dive in our first question. Yeah. So you've interviewed a lot of people. Can you tell if someone is in love or in trouble in their relationship? That's not in my job description. Mm. Uh, to, to know whether uh, people are in a good state in the context of their relationship. But... Yes, there are indicators. You know what comes to mind? I did an interview with this young uh, tandem. I was doing private, uh, no, not private. I was doing Tonight with Boy Abunda. I was doing Inigo Pascual and Maris Racal, young actors uh, from ABS-CBN. And um, I do short interviews. Towards the end of the interview, my body language sila na, di ko alam kung magkabate o, you know, but they were, they were, people were talking about them as an item. So I asked them, if you are given a chance to ask one question to each other, what would that be? That caught them off guard. And uh, sabi nung, uh, sabi ni, nung inigo, Oh, no, I, I don't know if it was Maris who asked the first question. Parang, uh, weren't you ready? Weren't you ready last year? Something to that effect. And then Inigo said, it was not a question of being ready, but I wanted to be fair to you because I, uh, my, my, my first 
priority is my music. Napaka-telling, di ba? Yeah. It was triggered by listening. Technically, we call that listening to the body language. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And before the show, I mean, we had that short chat. We were talking about Megan and first name basis. Megan Marco and Harry with Oprah Winfrey. I was watching that interview intently. Makikita natin yung body language ng dalawa, di ba? Lalo na nung nagkatabi silang mag-asawa. Mm-hmm. You know that ako ang tingin ko, uh, they are so in love with each other. But in that particular conversation, I sensed that Megan was extremely controlling. Of, yeah. Di ba? Parang, <laughs> you, you better watch, uh, you, you, you know, watch out what you're going to say. I, I felt that. I felt that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly, same. So, Tito Boy, I mean, clearly, um, you have a gift with words, um, the way you talk to people, and you just get it. How did you discover your gift of the gab? Chari, uh, but I want to go back to the first question first. Hmm, sure. Uh, as to how I'm able to, uh, I'm able to sense dynamics uh, between, among people in front of me, and I said, it's not, uh, part of my job description, especially in the context of relationships. But in the context of interview, yes, that's within my purview to listen to the words, to listen to what the body says, to listen to how the hands are moving. Uh, okay. Um, gift of gab. It's a blessing, but uh, it's a skill that can be learned. It's not as if it was easy for me to get to where I am today or to do what I'm doing today. Kasi, bisaya ako, waray ako. When I was in college, for example, one of my biggest frustrations was when I was at the Ateneo, I couldn't get the Arineo accent. Kasi, bisaya ako. Illusion yun. I wanted to be Borghese. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, coming from coming from a remote town, coming from you know Kabisayaan, uh, and I had I don't want to lose my accent today. But there was a time when I was not proud of my accent. I was not proud of yung e nagiging e, yung o nagiging o. I had to work hard because I wanted to sound like the Manila kids. I wanted to speak like them. Ingit na ingit ako sa mga kutis nila in school. I used to write na na ina na ibang iba sila dito ang babangon nila, ang babata nila pero may mga coach na sila. And that was a time in my life when I didn't see a car uh, in all my life. There was one family in my town, in my small town, meron silang jeep, pero walang walang mga auto. So gift of gap, it's a blessing, but it's something that you work hard on. It is a skill, lalo na ngayon, naguru na ako. It's a skill that you can learn. And by ako, uh, by embracing not just your, uh, not just your gifts of yung bravado, dalakas ng loob, magsalita, mag-opinionate, but embracing your perceived weaknesses. Like, yun nga, yung people telling you, ah, yung Manila daw, Manila, you know, pinakakaroon. Uh, yeah. uh, or, so I learned that by embracing, embracing who I am, who I was, and I was on my way, and I got here to wherever I am, and I'm still journeying. That's so powerful. I, it reminds me of that film, King's Speech, when they had to put the yeah. marbles inside his mouth, and I wonder, like, 
those specific things, those accents that you get, you had to work on that quite incredibly. And how long did that take, if I may a ask? Lifetime. Like, a lifetime. Okay. Until this very moment, for example, there are words I don't know how to pronounce. You know, just the other day, I was doing a conversation with a news girl and I mispronounced egregious to egregious. And dati, nahihiya ko, dati, natatapilo ko. Pero ngayon, I just say it again. I'm sorry. Matigas pa lang ang egregious or decrepit. Akala ko yun noon, decrepit. You learn. It's a constant learning. Pero you have to be constant and consistent. It was not, of course, when I was a child, you go back to you go back. Your frame of reference, mo as a public speaker, has so much to do with your elementary years, your high school days, etc. Because, um, sa amin naman pare-pareho kami ng salita, eh. Walang walang mali, walang you know. And this cultural pressure to blend. You know, misalipos sa mga bata. When I whenever I teach, don't don't be like anyone else. Don't. If you want to start your story, because we're storytellers, if you want to start your story by a joke, or if you want to start at the end, if you want to start story by laughing, do it. You know, it's uh, individuality is very, very important. As opposed to, dapat ganito ka, dapat ito ka, dapat ganito ka, dapat hindi eh. Oh, exactly. you have to. Even when you go into the discussion uh, about brand personalities, brand characters, I realized. That the best way, the best way to be successful, I mean, you know, in that in that context, in that contextual meaning, is to be different, is to celebrate your. I mean, and usually, yung pagiging iba nanggagaling sa weakness. Yeah. Coco Martin lisps. Come on, he's the most expensive actor in this country today. You know, I didn't know the President Biden was a stutterer as a child. He was bullied. So it usually comes from that difficult experience. Kailangan mo lang ng mentoring to me is very important. Somebody has to tell you, it's okay. It's okay. Your accent, your stammering do not define who you are and who you will be. Wow. Diba? Yeah, I completely agree. Like a lot of people think that if you don't speak a certain way, especially here in Manila, you're not part of the upper crust. But I'm a believer an accent is not equal to kindness or an accent is not equal to intelligence. So however you speak doesn't dictate what you are at all. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you have a you have a richer story. Uh mm -hmm. let me share with you, uh Chari. Oh, we um, love it. Uh 2016, I was keynote speaker of the Asia Professional Speakers uh, Convention in Singapore. It's an organization where you can only be part of if you bill like 20,000 US dollars for a speech. Okay, I was invited. There were about four Filipinos. I didn't know them, but there were four Filipinos in attendance. Bago ako nagsalita doon, what was the name of that guy? Um, he's, um, wow. I'll, I'll remember him later. But he was president of the Asia Professionals Guild. Sila yung mga Simon Sinek uh, ng Asia. Sila yung mga the best speakers. Came to Manila. Came to Manila. I'm trying to remember his name. Came to Manila. 
and then met with me and said, uh, I've been watching you. I, I have been, um, I have, I know your body of work. Would you like to keynote our speakers bureau or whatever? Sabi ko, sige. Pinaghandaan ko yon. I prepared for that speech. I prepared for that speech. I had, pero ako, I don't write my speeches. I have talking points. Because I know his story anyway. I have talking points. This is how I'm going to start. This is my middle. And this is how I'm going to end. Pero sabi ko, bigyan niyo ako ng profile ng audience. I want to know who my audience is. So I got everything. I went to Four Seasons in Singapore. And I was a finalist speaker. Uh, there was another one who was an actor in Singapore, I think. Anyway, so I went down. Lahat sila formal. Nakasuit. I went back to my room. I got a trench coat, torn jeans, wore my boots, and then came down. Wow. But the night before that was interesting. I went down to the ballroom because I wanted to know my space. So I wanted to go on stage. Gusto ko lang makilala saan ako magsasalita, saan ang ilaw, saan ang mga tables, how far the audience is going to be from me. I, I went there. Uh, I was with my assistant, and I just wanted to walk around the stage. That was my boss, and I said, excuse me, uh, you can't uh, be on stage because this is ready for tomorrow, etc. Sabi ko, paglingon ko, Pinoy. Sabi ko, sandali lang naman. Ay, tito boy, okay lang, okay lang, sige lang, sige lang. <laughs> so I was able to spend some time on stage, and um, I spoke to my stage. I, I communed with my stage. I wanted to know my stage. I wanted to feel it. I wanted to take care of the stage, and I wanted to let the stage take care of me. Um, I, I wanted to familiar. I wanted to familiarize myself with the space. So I went up, slept, and then came down to that speech. It was the best speech I delivered. Pero alam mo yung alam mo yung talking points mo, alam mo yung sequence mo. When you when you're in front of an audience, you should be ready to change that. You have to be flexible. I decided to to start my speech. Uh, using the end part of what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you're never sure until you're yeah. there. Until you're mm -hmm. there. And the biggest learning uh, I got from that gig was it's okay to be uncertain. Mm. It's okay to be uncertain. I've been hearing this a lot, this uncertainty and just embracing the uncertainty. And this is pretty much why we started the show because love is uncertain at the moment. You know, yeah. it's a lot. It's like going back to our grandparents' time where we have to write letters, but text messages or emails. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah. very. You know. Very yeah. We we are a show about love, Tita Boy, and you know it's hard to talk to people about love because again they're very guarded when it comes to that. And I feel oh. like you have the skill to to get things out of people. How do you get people to get vulnerable with you during interviews? And in turn, are were you was it easy for you to be vulnerable in return? Um, wow. Um, there was a time in my career when I was so bothered by the dubious reputation that for you to be able to be a guest in Boy Abunda shows, either that time the buzz or private conversations or the bottom line with Boy Abunda, you have to cry. <laughs> parang, huh? parang, there was this notion that you have to be emotional. So meron ako mga guests na di pa nga nag-uumpisa, medyo uh, <laughs> How do you answer that question? It is not a deliberate 
exercise to make someone vulnerable? I think to answer that question is you go back to your core. You go back to your truth. You go back to your intention. My intention when I am in front of a guest is to tell a story. I'm part of the storytelling process. And I don't bullshit anyone. If I want to ask a question, I will ask, like, okay, let's go to my most recent interview with uh, Gerald Anderson. Uh, he had not been asked about the ghosting, about, you know, Julia Barrett, etc. Dumating ako doon sa set nila, and he was already, uh, you know, in, he was already there because I traveled for like three hours. Akala ko malapit lang. Pagdating ko, sabi niya, Tito Boy, kumusta? Sabi ko, mabuti. Uh, hindi tayo nagkita ng matagal panahon, etc. Sabi ko nga eh, may magdadalawang taon na, Gerald. Sabi, pag-uusapan natin. Sabi ko, uh, pupunta ako doon kung saan mo ako dadalhin. I'll just listen to your story. So, um, I, I knew. I did my research. I stalked uh, Julia, Bea, and uh, Gerald on their uh, social media accounts. I, I, I knew my space. Pero hindi ako sigurado if he was open to talking about, you know, private matters. E unang tanong ko pa lang, ang sagot niya ay, alam mo naman, Tito Boy, eh, at a certain point, I was the most controversial man in this country. And then, I am grateful. So, yung gratitude, sabi ko, if you're grateful, you should be able to give your fans what they expect you to give. Uh, don't pumasok yung how much of you are you willing to share? And how much of your story are you willing? Kaya may lakas ako ng loob magsabi. I mean, you know, did you ghost Bea Alonso? This is what your fans want. Doon naman sa gratitude, uh, sabi ko, ah, pwede kami mapag-usapan yung nanay. I mean, you know, because you got to where you are, certainly because of so many people. Uh, nanay, directors, etc. Mentors. Pumasok na doon. So, two words pa lang. Alam mo nang dinadala ka niya and he was telling me that it was okay for him to talk about these things. Some people are, al alam mo, um, Chari, am I pronouncing your name correctly? I'm sorry. Perfect. Chari, mm -hmm. Chari guests are uh, peculiar. I mean, this is a peculiarity. Are, uh, you know, when you, when you do talk shows, people come to your set defensive, ready to project, best foot forward, nervous. Because uh, we have been told, and it is right, in the discipline of branding, because this is what you are uh, sin. Uh, people perceive you to be. So I want you to perceive me as the best. Kailangan walang scars. Kailangan flawless. Kailangan, kailangan may posture. Kailangan derecho ang salita. Lahat ng mga guests natin gano'n. In the process, pag binasag mo yon, when you shake that, ayan, bumibigay yon. I'm just so amazed. Like, you know, that's why Bay, when Bay and I started this show, when we come up with questions in the flow for interviews, I was like, what would Boyabunda do? What would Boyabunda say? Yes, it's always what would in Boyabunda ask? That's Yeah, exactly. That's always like our thought process. It's like, we gotta do this. But Thank I you. Find, I find really that's powerful sweet. what you said is basagin, whatever that like I guess that glass or that ceiling and what I find particularly great about that interview with Gerald was that it is showing you that no matter what gender you are or 
you know, it's just common in this country where if you're a man, you can't be that vulnerable. And I thought it was really powerful that he was. And, you know, some people don't want to be vulnerable because they think it's not nakakahiya, it's not right. sexy, it's uh, it's uh, weak. But actually, vulnerability can be desirable. And this is something I wanted to ask you about. I know it's not in your job description, relationships and dating, but... Maybe I can hold it there. I might lose yeah. my, uh, my... my Hold it there, but uh, please remember your sure. question. Lalo na mga pol- uh, politiko. You know, uh, in you know, they, they talk about uh, being faithful to the country. They talk about, and, and most of them are, okay? Mm. Pero, pag binasag, because I want you to understand what I mean by making basag, pag binasag mo yan, are you faithful to your wife? Uh-oh. Mm. Marami ang... Uh, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. One yeah, very right. senator, for example, uh, 2019, I did an interview it was a fiery, feisty interview, riveting. Pagkatapos ng interview, sabi niya sa akin, boy, okay, ito lang yung loyalty question. May, may, may ganun sila. Anyway, you can go to your question. <laughs> no, I want to know that. That's perfectly aligned to kind of what I'm asking is like, why, how do you have meaningful conversations with uh, people you meet on dating apps, on a virtual world that are not that, yung in edit. Like, if I say something wrong, it's completely like, edit mo yan, or just forget I said that. You're a master interviewer, and you you just get people to share their heart, their mind, their soul. And if anything, I would like people like men and women that are kind of scared right now to date, how do they pick up the... Boy, Bunda brain. This is our trouble now. <laughs> one of our dearest friends got married to someone. They're a, a gay couple. Um, one of our dearest friends got married to someone he met on a dating app. I'm not a fan of the apps, the various apps. I'm not a fan. But to answer your questions, keep on talking. I mean, you know, the the, the Zoom, the uh, the virtual conversations, the Whatever app you have, don't trust the messaging. You've got at least to see each other. But I don't think, uh, this is an opinion and I can be wrong, but I don't think you can build a relationship digitally. You, that has to cross over to at least saying hello to each other and meeting. And, you know, I still go for you guys meeting your parents and um, smelling each other, you know. Uh, feeling each other's hands. It's, you know, I'm, I'm very open about talking about sex. I mean, you have to be sexually compatible. You have to be emotionally compatible. You have to be financially compatible. There, there, are, there is so much, there are so many boundaries uh, on the digital uh, dating apps that will not allow you to know someone uh, profoundly. It can be a good start. It can be a good start. Now, how do you do conversations? How do you do conversations? Just, just talk. Just uh, ask, listen, ask, listen, ask, listen. And it, there should be series of conversations. Uh, in one of those, you know, each one of you will reveal certain things about each other. Pero I'm very careful about saying that apps don't work. Because in Kaibigan, boy, we're very happy. We're seven years now. Fingers crossed. That's kind of all we have now. Conversations. 
yung you know like your intention for example is to get to know the person better you know and getting to know each other better does not begin with let's start with a prayer or let's sing together <laughs> they can start with you know uh, the little things or the big things or what do you think about uh, Megan and Harry what do you think lalabas at lalabas yan dun eh. pero it cannot be you know you cannot know a person in one conversation uh, may mga indicators eh. may mga indicators but it is also important to listen it's very very important to listen it's a very underrated skill and superpower yeah. i believe nowadays and uh, we interviewed Sestralon and her biggest thing to us was just allow it to be a conversation you know just just let it flow because sometimes it's it's going to be hard and if you let it just flow it will come back and with rewards if you're listening um she's a that was a great conversation woman. she's a wonderful woman and she is a dear friend and again you know when she was kidnapped mm-hmm. and when she came back and did an interview in front of the employees of the Lopez group of companies. She picked me to do her interview. Um, nung isang linggo, she invited me to do an interview again with her. Sabi niya, alam mo kung bakit ikaw ang inimbita ko? Para hindi ako magsalita, para ikaw lang. <laughs> <laughs> because a relationship is very important. Lalabas at lalabas sa pag-uusap yeah. relasyon. You were in that conversation because we weren't sure if we're going to ask her about the kidnapping because we wanted to. That's how we, you know, we remember her from the news. I was like, what would Tito Boy ask? For yeah. sure he would ask about the kidnapping. <laughs> and she was yeah. so open. She just started the sentence with, when I was abducted in Sulu, I'm like, okay, we're in. Yeah. We're, we can talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, I know Chari is, the intention is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The, the technique is, sa atin lalo na sa kultura natin hindi naman tayo contrarian hindi naman tayo um, hindi naman tayo hard talk ng BBC or uh, Piers Morgan who can walk out uh, of the set we we are wired to be polite we're wired to agree we're wired to be courteous and para sa akin tama naman talaga hindi mo binabastos ang bisita but neither should be you pandering you, you know lalo na pag you shouldn't pander you should ask Alam mo nung in-interview ko si Cess about, uh, about that uh, episode in her life? Diretsa. You know, people are asking right now, were you raped? Uh, because that, that makes a lot of sense. Pero depende yun sa konteksto, depende sa, uh, depende sa rhythm ng pag-uusap, dadaling ka dun eh. And it was a very difficult interview because I did it a few days after she came back to Manila. Yeah. yeah, it's really respect and a delicate choice, not delicate, a choice of words that's mindful, uh, yes. that's so important. And I want to talk a little bit about, I was watching this interview that you had for a 10-year anniversary of Bottom Line, uh-huh. and you said something about, uh, you know, this choice of word or expression that people really have a struggle with. You said that in your personal relationship with Bong, you never let a day pass by saying the words, I love you, which I believe is so admirable because the days are so busy, you forget to say the words that matter. There are some people that can't say those words. So I guess my question is for those people struggling to have those conversations, to say, I love you, I care for you. How? What's your tip for people that are, you know, icebergs in yeah. their very core. 
not just in romantic relationships, but let's talk about the expression. Lalo na, may mga ibang pamilya kami, I come from a family or even an area, hindi kami sanay na magsabing, Nanay, I love you. Ang isip namin, ang pangmayaman yun, uh, napaka-elegant. Oh. Na parang, ah, I love you. <laughs> hindi kami naka-I love you. I didn't even knew, I didn't even learn. I didn't even know how to kiss. Yung uh, sila, Nanay, wala. I mean lang kami. Tapos kami, uh, if you're not familiar with us culturally, para kami laging nag-aaway-aaway kasi ang tataas ang mga bosses namin. Okay? But for your audience and for you, I'd like to share with you, I'm not very sure if it was the story of Patti LaBelle, but I think it was Patti LaBelle. I hope I'm correct. Um, she was, let's just say she was Patti LaBelle, the, the great singer. She was invited to perform uh, at the Carnegie Hall. She was the first Afro-American singer performer to have been invited to the Carnegie Hall. Yung pamilya ni Padre Bell, parang limayata silang girls, mother and then four siblings, all girls. And three of them had passed on before the age of 54 uh, because of cancer. I forgot going on cancer. Okay. So she was preparing for that concert at the Carnegie Hall. And that was huge. First Afro-American to perform at uh, the Carnegie Hall. In the middle of uh, rehearsals, she got a call from her youngest sister, Jackie, who was in Philly, who was in Philadelphia. He, she was uh, in the hospital. Hello, Patty, I'm in the hospital. Uh, I'm not feeling very well. I hope you can come by because I'm craving for your... <laughs> because I'm craving for your uh, egg sandwich. Patty LaBelle is a culinary gem. <laughs> so Patty said, Jackie, um, you know, I'm in the middle of rehearsals. In a few days, I'll be performing at the Carnegie Hall. And this is the biggest break in my career. No black girl has performed at the Carnegie Hall. Sabi naman ng kapatid ni Jackie, okay, but please, please make sure that you come by after your concert. Day of the concert came. In the middle of the concert, she got a piece of paper. And there you are. It said, Jackie passed on. So she was quiet for a moment and she addressed her audience in the middle of the concert. And she said, ladies and gentlemen, I am overwhelmed with emotion and pain. I wouldn't be able to continue with this concert. Uh, but you can refund your tickets, etc. I will give you instructions how to do it. We'll announce another date and I will do this concert before you all go, before you all go. Whoever you are with, if you're with your mother, if you're with your husband, wife, you're going home to your children, to your grandmother, whoever took good care of you, whoever you love, say, I love you now, because tomorrow is never promised. Oh. That's a beautiful yeah. sad and beautiful that. story. Yeah. Now you apply that to the pandemic, you say now, all we have is now. You know, my moment now, I'm talking to Cherry and Bea, this is my now. This is all I have. This is all I have. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do the best interview. Because I'm committed to, to you guys. I'm committed to who I am. I'm committed to my truth and to my story. And I say, I love you, Bong, every day because it is what is right. To let him know every day that I do love him. Have you both been like that? Or is it one first that taught the other? Or It became better. Mm. 
we would do it. We, we like writing notes. Yeah. Uh, despite all our bad fights, we would apologize just as passionately. Mm. I, I want yeah. that. I'm going <laughs> to add that to my journal, things I need in a relationship. That's beautiful. Have you heard about this story that when, you, when couples fight mm. and then uh, uh, fight naked? I... I, I've heard of the audience naked. That is the. I have one not I heard hear. What is this? I what like is this fight naked? Itaboya? I like you know, the defenses are down. Believe me. I, I, of course, <laughs> it, it takes, uh, you know, it takes some. You need to be creative in relationships. What works for us may not work for you, but it is your responsibility to, dis to discover what works for you. I want that I to work for me. I know, deep down inside. Actually, not that deep down inside. I'm, um, I mean, you know, I what's wrong with being a little bit maniac? I love it. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of getting naked when fighting, in your podcast when no one's watching, you talk about the art of seduction that, you know, celebrities have, politicians have, and some women just naturally have it. For the regular person like Bay and I, how can one master the art of seduction? Yeah, I don't think you master that. I think, you know, you, you just, you know, you learn uh, a new trick and then you do it again. I am averse to the idea of the total elimination of the art of flirtation. Mm. I like, I like uh, men and women to flirt and men and men and women and women to flirt. Yeah. Uh, but that, that can be tricky because of loss in, in this country and in other countries. What is the boundary between flir uh, flirtation and harassment, for example? Pero nawawala kasi yung, you know, the... You the know, delicate I, dance. Yeah, that, that delicate dance. That's right. That, 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 that dance. You don't master the art of seduction. What you do is you discover more tricks in seduction. Tito boy, give us naman, what's your main trick? What's your big landy move? What's your big move? move? The sexy part about us is that we, 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 we just really talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One word leads to the other and to the next. Naked talking and naked, naked, naked fighting. fighting. Naked. That's my new strategy. I like that. <laughs> next relationship, I mean, how bad lang palagi, walang damit. Oh, Charlie and Bea, when you are in a relationship like mine, we've been together, we're going 38 years. You have to admit that it is not as often as when you were starting. Yeah. But you discover certain things. Sometimes it becomes orgasmic when you just hug, you know? And uh, sometimes it, it changes. It changes. It becomes, believe me, that hindi ko to binibili. It becomes more spiritual. It becomes more physical and spiritual, spiritual and physical and emotional. It becomes broader. Pero pag nag-uumpisa ka pa lang, of course, you have to do it. Keep on doing it. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> I know. Anytime. Like said, anywhere. Hugs are orgasmic. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, I love this. Okay. Let's take a bit of a turn. Let's move a little bit to... So, Tito Boy, Sheryl Sandberg, the CEO of Facebook, gave this advice to women. The most important career choice you'll make is who you marry. What do you think of that statement? Again, the best career choice you make the most the most important career choice you'll make is who you marry 
who you're beside for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's that's myopic. I mean, for Sheryl Sandberg to actually say, I'm not a fan of Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very familiar with them. I'm not a digital native, but I studied Facebook. And uh, Sheryl is chief operating officer. And she was responsible for the small businesses, the advertising uh, thing. Brilliant. Pero dito sa kanyang statement, I, you know, marriage, a relationship is not a career move. I, I, I beg to disagree. Because, if, because that simply means that if you're not successful in your marriage, you're doomed in your career. Yeah. Um, or vice versa, for example. My career is not dependent on my relationship. An independent, empowered woman, para sa akin or man, I must be able to recover after a failed relationship. So my relationship sh- should in no way define my career. Alam nyo, uh, let, let me go not to Sheryl Sandberg. I'll, I'll go to Injanui, the first woman president of PepsiCo. Ang ganda ng kwento niya. She's now, she sits in the board of Amazon. I don't know if she sits in uh, the board of Facebook. Uh, Injanui. She was the first female president of uh Pepsi, uh, prior to that, she was CFO. Ganda ng kwento niya because one night she came home and um, she was so excited and uh, her mother was there. Husband was upstairs with the child. Excited, super excited because that day she was elected president of Pepsi, of PepsiCo. So ma, ma, you know, this is a, an Indian family. Ma, I have the biggest news for you, etc. Sabi ng nanay niya, before that big news, your child is crying because he has no milk. Go to the grocery and buy milk. Feed your child. Come back to me and tell me your big news. Okay? So, and you're talking to the newly appointed president of PepsiCo. So, uh, this is a real story. This is part of her book. So, sama ng kanyang loob, pumunta sa grocery, pumili ng milk, you know, uh, went uh, upstairs and then fed her child. And she's saying, Ma, why do I have to do this? Why not my husband? I forgot the name. Why not, let's say, Charles? Why not Charles? Why can't he do it? Why do you have to wait for me? Sabi ng nanay niya, hey, when you enter, the, when enter, you, when you enter this house, number one, you're a wife. Number two, you are a mother. Everything else follows. So now that you've fed your child, tell me what is your big news. No, I'll just tell you tomorrow morning. No. The Indian mother. You tell me now. So, well, ma, I've just been elected a president of uh, Pepsi. Congratulations. I'm proud of you, my daughter, blah, 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 etc. Ah, I worked so hard for this position. Ito may relasyon doon sa Yes, Indra. But stop entertaining the idea that you became president of PepsiCo because um, you're so smart and you worked hard. No. As your mother, I prayed for you every day. Okay. So when you talk about relationships, um, the choice of relationships, for example, layer din yun eh, relasyon sa asawa, sa boyfriend, etc. And then carrera. I really hope the ideal is for both to work. But to suggest that the victory of one or the failure of one 
dictates the failure of the victor of the other is totally wrong. I'm sorry, Cheryl. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. Wow. I agree with that statement, Tita Boy. I like the powerful mothers, really. It's amazing. Yeah. You're giving me hope, though, because my dad used to send me that article. I had a face na palaging bad boy yung dinedate ko. So my mom and my dad would always send me these articles of this quote. They said, who you marry is, I think they were just trying to derail me to the right path. But at that time, I, they, had no, they had no power to stop me from dating you're, who I wanted to date. But I'm not saying who you marry has no impact on your life. Yeah. But all I'm saying is... Uh, you have to put it in context. If it's because uh, I'm mahilig din ako magbigay ng mga quotes. Sabi ko sana people take my quotes in the context of where I am coming from. when I was saying that silence is powerful. Yeah, I mean because I, I I just felt that hey, when Martin Luther King said that, context was uh, the civil rights movement, the anti-slavery movement. But there are times when silence is powerful. I mean, context is uh, mahalaga. It's very, very important. Definitely. successful career. I mean, that's ideal. But I don't think one sh should uh, <laughs> one should affect the other in times in, in especially in bad times. Yeah, right. we'll just go a little bit back to that powerful story that you shared about the mother and daughter. <laughs> and I want to go a little bit with your mother. I know she's so important in your life. And I'm sure she taught you so many things about, you know, she was your compass, as you call her. Yeah. What, what did she teach you about love, romantic or otherwise? Wala ang nanay ano eh. Hindi siya yung ganito. Pero I'll tell you a story about nanay. Many years ago, uh, January 1 was her birthday. We were in our beach house in Samar. So salabas kami, we were celebrating. And then she she loves that. She loves seeing her mga apo, yung mga pinsan namin, may mga anak. She, she likes that. Then everybody gives her gifts, yung mga kalamay, yung mga sawaray namin. Actually, your family is waray, ha? Trinidad's. Ano, Bulacan? Bulacan, yes. Yes, Bulacan. I know Ricky. <laughs> oh, oh uh, I just remember Ricky now. But anyway, um, so nanay love that. Isang beses, wala lang, out of nowhere, she told me about Bong. Kasi we never talked about the fact that I was gay. We never talked about my relationship with Bong. We were, we were living together and she was closer to Bong. And they would share, they would laugh together. They would spend time together. We would go abroad and, you know, uh, and I love that. Sabi niya sa akin, alam mo, in Waray, kasi it's beautiful. Alam mo, boy, sabi niya, um, Bong loves you more than you love yourself. So take care of him. Mm -mm, yun lang, hanggang ngayon, dala ko yun. That here is a person who loves me more than I love myself. Wow. Does that change your perspective, your relationship? Like before that, it was oh, yeah. very different. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Parati namin, Bea, sinasabi ni Bong, at this point, ha, going 38, um, we loved passionately, we forgave, we committed our sins against each other. We, uh, wow, um, our love will always be bigger than our sins. I was going to ask you about this, uh, this quote that you've said, like, 
what that can you tell us a little bit more of that because it just feels so loaded like how, what do you like yeah because people would ask bea are you always faithful no uh have you always been faithful no has bong been always been? no we committed sins against each other we had our ways we there were pero may araw ba na munti kami maghiwalay hindi kami naghiwalay kasi ni bong eh uh, we would settle things. We would shout at each other. Can you imagine? I'm passionate. He's passionate. I'm, I'm uh, voluble. It's an understatement. So, <laughs> and Bong is very emotional. But uh, you take a few steps backward, and akulagi yun ang yun ang equation ko. Is my love bigger than what he did? If my answer is yes, natin sayangin ng oras. Salika na, kain na tayo. <laughs> is my, my love bigger than what he did? Yeah. That's so yeah. interesting. Wow. And, that's, and that's a simple question. Mm, and if you think yeah. no, don't waste time. But be honest. Is my love bigger than his betrayal? I'll, I'll be very honest. Thirsty and 30. Hey guys, just a brief interruption here. If you want more conversations like this one, check out our YouTube channel, Thirsty and 30 and our website, thirstyand30.club. Also, we would like to invite you to our YouTube live episode every Wednesday at 9 p.m. It's a fun space where we invite guests to help tackle the complicated world of love and dating. Thank you, and let's get back to our conversation with Mr. Boyabunda. Thirsty and 30. But be honest, is my love bigger than his betrayal? I'll, I'll be very honest. Or is my love bigger than my betrayal if you don't get the answer immediately wait for it the next day and if your answer is still yes mo na. i also really like what you said about i am never lost i will always find my heart back to bong yeah. and this is something so rare i mean Recently, the news about Bill and Melinda Gates really shook the, the tech yeah. world or the universe. And they're the just world. like, how, how can two people really of impact and like such a strong relationship just, you know, not want to grow together? And I wonder with you and Bong, what made you think he was the one? And how did you decide like it was total commitment or I mean, that was the only option, basically. I didn't know. He didn't know. It just happened. It didn't know. It took a lot of hard work. It took a lot of failures. It took a lot of good steps. It took a lot of living, loving, failing, bleeding, hurting. Pero wala talaga. Uh, pero ito yung deliberate, uh, Bea. To this very day. To this very day. You know when he when he talks to me and says, "Baby, gusto ko mauna ako ha. Ayoko mauna ka." <laughs> Shut up. I mean, you know, I, I, can't, I can't talk about it, especially after Nana's death. Uh, ayoko. Um, he, he talks about it. And then, um, meron pa siyang, uh, <laughs> this is facetiously said, pag nahuli kita, bubugbugin ko lang naman yun, pero uuwi tayo magkasama. Ganun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very deliberate. Hindi yeah. kami nagpapaligoy-ligoy. Oh, tapos, uh, and then he'll, he'll whack you with a line like, pero just ko naman, sino bang papatol sa'yo? <laughs> I'm sure I like sense of humor like that. Yeah. <laughs> and we love to laugh. We really love to laugh. Kanina lang, 
we went under the sun for an hour. Wala lang, riot yan. We are under the, sabi natin nasa ilalim kami ng manga. <laughs> we, we still find time to enjoy each other's company. At sa kapag kulang, halimbawa, I would, I would complain. Sabi ko, bang, we're not talking enough. We're not spending time enough. Itong quarantine, we're not talking enough. We're not spending time enough. I mean, let's do dinner together. Meron kami ngayon yung, di ba, the, the dining table. Sabi ko yung parang sa pelikula, dito ka, dito ako pang payaman. At sa conversation. <laughs> so you find ways to enjoy. Find ways to excite the relationship. Not everything exciting happens in bed. Believe me. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like it reminds me of that episode you did with um your friends June and Percy, episode six <laughs> on your podcast. And yeah. you asked them, Do you have seven year itch? Or you were asking them if there were any trouble in paradise. And they said, No, we have good friendship, we have good humor, and the yeah. same thing. You can be talking to each other and it's like five hours after and you're still standing in the same position. And I think that's really no, lovely. Well, what a wonderful, yeah. lovely couple. Lovely, lovely couple. Yeah. I'm just so amazed. Like, you know, we ask a series of questions to a lot of our guests. I don't know. I'm you come at such a different <laughs> angle, your answers. So I'm kind of like stunned and trying to absorb like every single thing you say. I'm just amazed. Um anyway, next question, Tita Boy. So the prolific <laughs> relationship therapist, Esther Perel said the quality of your relationship defines the quality of your life. Do you agree okay. with this? Can you say that again? Um, ah, es- Esther Perel. Yeah, Esther Perel. The quality of your relationship defines the quality of your life. What do you think of this statement? The quality of relationship affects the quality of life. He, I, I got one of her books. Um, what is his book? Uh, is mating in Captivity? Mating in captivity. It's yeah. everyone's about infidelity. Uh, there was a woman who no. messaged us about cheating, and she no, said, "No, it was about, that's a no. Bible. That's a different one. State of affairs, yon. Oh, sorry. State yeah. of affairs. State yeah. of affairs. Yes. Yeah. But mating in captivity, isn't that mentioned? There's all, well, anyway. Uh, can you say that uh, line again? That uh, Miss um, said. She said, "The quality of your relationship defines the quality of your life." No, but you have to be broader. You have to be broader. The quality of your relationships. Hindi lang romantic. The quality of your relationships. Yung define may be a very strong word. May affect, you know, the quality of your life. But it should not be the singular, the singular component to a happy life. There, there are many things, you know. Like, you can have a successful relationship with your husband, but, uh, uh, but, a conflicted relationship with your children and your parents-in-law. That, that's different. Or you have difficulty relating with the community, with your friends. Or you have a lonely life in the office and you have a bad relationships with your co-workers. So you have to be very careful when you say that relation, a particular relationship define the quality of life. Kailangan, uh, again, um, contexto where uh, Ms. Perel is coming from. But I understand where she's coming from. The ideal, again, is pag maganda ang ating mga relasyon, maganda ang ating buhay. Mm-hmm. Oo. Pero, again, ang basag ko doon, ang buhay is not just about relationships. Mm-hmm. Life is more than relationships. Kasi ang nakakalimutan dyan, I liked it when you raised kanina, uh, Bea. I don't know if, you, if I heard that from you. 
remember the most important relationship, aside, of course, from our relationship with God as Catholics or as Christians, is the relationship that we have with ourselves. That's fundamental. Your relationship with yourself affect largely your quality of life. Mas mupunta ako doon. Yeah. Diba? Yeah, that's powerful. You know why, you know why Chari, I question, I examine uh, sayings, quotes, books. And this is the weirdest part about me. Because I talk to my books. I, <laughs> I, I, I write. Nakikipag-debate yeah. ako sa libro ko. I you know. <laughs> I, I beg to disagree. <laughs> I talk to my book. That's such an interesting uh, framework. Yeah. From a perspective that is not mine. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a uh, state of affairs, yes. We may have confused ourselves. But, yeah. of course, she's a psychoanalyst. I mean, she knows from where she speaks of. Yeah. Pero sa akin, from, uh, a, from my point of view, Ang, ang, ang frame of reference was my life. Yeah, I mean, not my relationships can affect my life, but it cannot define the quality. They cannot define the quality of my life. Yeah. If I don't, I'm not married, for example, but I'm happy with myself. Because it's one of the hardest things to do is to be happy with yourself. And I have a very good relationship with myself. I'm fine. That's quality of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Tito, by speaking of relationships, what about friendships? So, beyond romantic, what do you think makes a bad friend, and what makes a great friend? What makes a bad friend and a great friend? They can be one and the same. Uh, <laughs> you are. That is one of a kind answer, I have to say. I, I have nothing else. But you know what? It's true. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. Think about it. It also comes in waves. Also, one day you have a bad friend, then the next day they're great. Or the flip side, I mean, that's okay. That's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, oh my, <laughs> my best friend is born. My best friend is born. Uh, he's here, he's listening. May mga araw gusto kong patayin. May mga araw na uh, ayokong padapuan ng langaw. May mga, you know, it, it comes in waves. I like it. It's true. It comes in waves. Yeah, that can be one and the same. You're talking about one person. That's a great one. I, I, I should have like, Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is something I always hear you say in your interviews, that you have no fear or wala kang takot. Surely during the pandemic, something you have maybe a fear that is born within you as most of us have been very reflective during this time. Do you fear anything now or wala pa rin? Meron, meron na. Meron na, meron na. I'm afraid, not just during the pandemic, but even um, when Anna I passed on, I'm afraid of death. I'm really afraid of death. I'm afraid of snake, but it's a different thing. But I'm really, really afraid of death. I remember Bill Gates. Bill Gates talk about one of his most important learnings during the pandemic. Parang ano yun eh, parang kami, parati kong sinasabi sa mga interviews ko, that uh, the one immutable law in the celebrity business is that nothing lasts forever. Easier said than understood and done. One of my most important learnings that goes with fear is that, nung sinabi ni Bill Gates, you know, during the pandemic, 
we realized without doubt our finitude. He used that word. We are finite. Lahat tayo mamamatay. And therefore, there, is a, there are choices we have to make. Ako personally, the choice that I am making, I want to be a better partner. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better tito. Uh, I want to be the best I could be. That's a deliberate choice. Coming out of my fear that all I have is now. I'm not sure of what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, to be the best at all those things, you have to have certain habits that you've trained yourself to do, right? Is there one that you've trained yourself during the pandemic that you that has made you better? And I all those before God every day, today. Yeah, I kneel before I enter my room, our room before before. Ito talaga ano. Uh, we used to pray the Horatio Imperata, and then um, at 8 o'clock, but we couldn't gather everybody. So individually, we would. I have an altar in my, uh, in my place. I have trained the best place. The best place is at the feet of the Lord during the pandemic. Magdadasal ka talaga. Magdadasal ka talaga. We've heard the this Lord, many times. The Lord is my refuge. There was another thing. Dun talaga ako kumakapit. Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? I keep on saying that. Are you afraid? Have no faith. You know. Are you afraid? Have you no faith? Uh, in moments when we are so afraid, wala ka talagang ibang pupuntahan, but to go to that force that is bigger than who you are, and who has a bigger, better understanding of what's happening especially you know the pandemic hindi mo talaga maintindihan last year alam mo beya every time people would come and say how are you palaban pa ako eh. i'm okay knowing at the back of my mind that this is going to be over this year with the surge parang what's <laughs> happening right. what's happening mas takot uh, mas takot ako para sa pamilya ko mas takot ako para sa bayan ko mas takot ako para ganun but uh, ano ang ano ang gamot dasalang kasi wala namang may sagot eh nobody has an answer to my question i am so afraid of death um, nanay died in my embrace nanay died in my embrace and that changed me that broke me in ways that i look at life differently today it's so fleeting it's so temporary it's so ephemeral it's so sandali lang Mm-hmm. When, so, when you talk about her it's really a deep love I you know I've heard many of your interviews talking about her and that mm-hmm. moment that you were crying like a child and it's it's you know she's such a special soul from your stories that you've shared with her and yeah and I think you embody that every day and, inside the ICU first time to talk about this again uh, inside the ICU now I was I was told by Bong and you know I I, I sent everybody out said, Doc, alis muna kayo lahat. I just want to spend time with my mother. Ah, uh, yak lang daw ako ng iyak because I don't remember I don't remember these things. And then I kept on talking and I kept on saying, "Di uh, ba we were ready?" I was talking to myself. Number one, we were supposed to do this. Number two, if this happens. Number three, number four. Ano bang gagawin natin? Uh, and I was talking down to Nanay, Nanay, what do we do? And then we, we got to Arlington just before she was cremated. Wala raw akong slippers and I was just crying like a boy. 
somehow you go back to that pala. Wala, wala talaga, wala yung, wala. <laughs> wala na yung, you, you, you lose, you know, all your defenses. She was my load star. She was my compass. I lost her. Sabi ko nga, every time I was asked as a child, what is your ambition? What is your dream? Wala akong sagot kasi wala naman talaga akong pangarap. Uh, but nanay would always say, maganda maging accountant ka para magtrabaho ka sa PNB. Malay mo, umaman tayo. Tatay naman wanted to be a lawyer kasi sobra akong daldal. And then yung pala, ang gusto lang nila, may placard kami sa labas ng maliit naming bahay, nagsasabing, Eugenio Abunda, attorney at law. Funny, because when tatay passed on, my dream, pangarap ko lang, was to give nanay the best life. It oh, was. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, um, that, what happened with, with your mother? I'm sure that was a struggle in your life, a very painful experience. So, it happens... Hanggang ngayon. Till then, today. Uh, my, my psychiatrist, actually, nanay's doctor, was also saying that, boy, you have to deal with it. And I want to share this with people who lost uh, the loved ones. Ako yung karanasan ko lang, and this is very personal. Sabi na, no, you have to, ano, yung mga steps pag, uh, when you're grieving, etc. I've, I've read all the books. Until I finally realized, sabi ko, hindi, do. I don't want to lose the pain because that's my only connection to my nanay. I don't want to lose the pain. Yeah. Is that the same advice you would give to people now who are struggling? I don't know. I don't. But I, I want them to listen to that. I don't know if it makes sense to them. Pero sa akin, ayoko mawala yung pain. It connects a lot with what you said and just a few minutes ago about when people asking you, how are you? And a lot of people would commonly say, I'm good. All good. But actually, it's okay to say you're in pain. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not okay. It's, yeah. it's the reality. No one's a robot or an emoji every day. Exactly. But again, yeah. we've been trained and we've been wired to project mm-hmm. that. I'm okay, I'm good, I'm fine. Pero naging mas mahirap sagutin ngayon yan sa pandemia. Ako, there's a beat. How are you? Ako, itong araw, okay. Kapon hindi. Ngayon, okay. Yung, yung ganun. It has yeah. become a profound question to me. Pero you're right. Don't be afraid to say, I'm not okay. I'm not feeling well today. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And where are the pain? I think that's what makes, you know, you're really brave. We had a guest on our show that it was about her um, cancer and uh, her boyfriend broke up with her when she went out of remission. Um, but then a few uh, days after her guest- 11 days. 11 days after she guested on our show, she passed away. Out of nowhere, we thought she recovered. And it was just, she said to us, like, where are your battles? Like, battle scars. You know, where you don't have to wear a wig all the time. And um, it's what makes us really beautiful. And I think that's what makes you beautiful as well, Dita Boy. Where your pain is brave. The the context of that is... Bahagi ng ating kultura, I keep, I keep on saying kultu- kultura. Bahagi ng ating kultura kasi, kailangan maganda ka, kailangan okay ka, kailangan stable ka, kailangan, may mga kailangan eh. And then, translated into the expectations of people. Lalo naman ako, Bea, when I was starting my television career, and I say this in my interviews, I was told, I was counted out, you're not going to make it, hindi ka maganda, you're gay, diba? I mean, but you have an accent. People will always look at, I mean, 
with love ito ha? this is not to denigrate this is not to diminish a person but uh friends who meant well boy you'll be better as uh, you know president of your own advertising firm or whatever not a talk show because that's not you people have opinions about you as i say go back to your truth go back to your core uh ang sarap nga i was watching an interview of i love watching the old interviews you know of uh, Betty Davis and Dick Cavett. <laughs> you know, in one of their interviews, sabi ni, ano, sabi ni Betty Davis, uh, tinanong siya ni Dick Cavett, you know why? You're one of the best actresses in the world. So what is acting for you? <laughs> Pray to God and jump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, ganun lang, ganun lang ang, ganun lang ang buhay. <laughs> I miss I, none. I miss none. I mean, People discounted you before, but again, it's amazing now. You know, when you agreed to guest on our show, I told a few people, guess who we're guesting? And then, like, <laughs> give me a clue. I was like, okay, he's the uh, best interviewer. And they're like, boy, wunda. And like, oh my God, damn it. Like, that's like three people guessed the exact right answer. They would know that. Definitely. Um, can we talk a little bit about your success? I know we probably won't have enough time for that. When is the earliest moment you felt successful? in your personal and work life? When I started to be able to provide for Nanay, mm. sabi ko, ay, successful na ako. Nadala ko na si Nanay sa Hong Kong. Mm. <laughs> you know, there was an economic side to, to it as an indicator of success. Pero, nung nagtagal, nung nagtagal, doon ako nagtatanong ng maraming tanong, masaya ba talaga ako dito? You know, because I don't think, to me, success is something that makes you happy. You know that book of Sidney Poitier, success is being able to provide for your family. Ginalang ko yun, sabi ko, wow, yung palang kanyang pananaw. Ako, it was able, it was being able to provide the best for nanay. Totoo yun. Uh, you know, first time, first time I brought her to Hong Kong, Nakakatua. Uh, so we checked into the hotel. I, we, you know, I, I got the best room, the, uh, the view of Hong Kong Pen, etc. Pero alam niyo kung sino natutulog sa suite namin? Yung kanyang napakaraming pamangkin ng mga domestic helpers sa Hong Kong. Aww. Yeah, kaligayahan ng nanay ko yun. Oh, oh, she would have, you know, the, the next three, four days would be pinadiday off niya lahat. Because, you know, I come from a family of farmers and fishermen and, you know, Samar is a very poor province. And ang, ang, nakita ko talaga si nanay paano niya ini-embrace yung kanyang katotohanan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it would have been easy for her to say, uh, bring me to the stores. I want a new dress. I want a I want to bring my pamangkins to Ocean Park and we want to walk by the... Diba? And we were at the Pen Hong Kong, you know. Yeah. She's such a genuinely lovely person. Like, that was a touching... And funny. Sorry, no. Nana, it was really funny. Funny. Oh. What was the funniest joke? Is she a joker or what? Nana, what nana, the, what nana, the nana, joke of Nana. ulit niya, kahit hindi na kami natatawa, tumatawa kami para hindi nagagalit. But the jokes kasi are waray in, uh, okay. you know, will be better appreciated in waray. Pero dalawa lang yan, paulit-ulit, ang paulit-ulit. So, kasi na tumatawa lahat ang tao. Kung nanay naman, iba na. 
That's so cute. Know, laughter is the fountain of youth, I believe. Oh, yeah. But uh, besides mm-hmm. your mother, uh, Nanay, who do you look up to as well outside of your mother? I gravitate towards very difficult, not difficult, I'm sorry. That's other words. I, I, very, I gravitate towards complex women. Because dito sa Manila, nung nakipagsapalaran ako, I was mentored by the great Conching Sunico, I mean, the Duyen of Manila's 400. Uh, hindi na yung kilala ng mga bata ngayon, but uh, Tita Conching was the best friend of Doña Eva Macapagal. She was ambassador at large during Macapagal's time. She's ano, Tessa Prieto's great-grand-aunt. She was oh, Carnival right. Queen of 1935. Mm-hmm. She was... Uh, she was an organizer. She was she was called the Pearl Mesta of Asia. She was the biggest party giver in Asia. So nabutang ko yon. She picked me from nowhere. I was backstage. I was PA. I was fixing the props and the bamboos backstage of the theater. And she heard about me and just picked me out of uh, anonymity. And I am where I am because of Tita Kunching. The other woman, uh, Tita Kunching. convinced me, is the word, that I had worth. Hmm. I don't know why. And then I worked for, or with, the great Helena Benitez. Uh, she was a person responsible for, boy, tapusin mo ang edukasyon mo. I finished college, because I didn't finish college at the Ateneo. I just spent two years at the Ateneo. So I started to roam the streets of Manila. Tapusin mo, nag-college ako. Uh, and I was doing already television. I did my master's in communications. I did my PhD in social development. And because Tita Helen made me see the possibilities. You had such good mentors. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And I mean, of course, it's also what what I, when I heard your story about, you know, just being persistent, even an audition, you would ask them to let you finish your <laughs> song. And I thought it's like, you know what? Persistence is key. You just never accept a no. And, and you are a student of life, and I think that's yeah. important for the most successful people, or people that are just content. I think they are always trying to learn. And I, I'm curious, you have a couple of books behind you, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> a lot of Mandela, a lot of Maya Angelou, a lot of Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I'm wild. Uh, I'm not a fan of fiction, mm-hmm. but I love political books. I love uh, literary masterpieces yes what book has changed you in the realm of you know whether it's politics and maya angelos i know why the caged bird sings changed my life okay i'm gonna add that to my reading list yeah. <laughs> um so oh, why because it is her story it's angelo's story the grand poetess it is her story and she was in a cage and she became the greatest to me poetess of uh, her genera- of the world, not just her generation. And if she did that, everything is possible. That's great. I wish we were so all set free from a cage. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? And I feel like I'm in a cage. I always tell people I feel like I'm Rapunzel now during the pandemic because we're all just trapped in our high towers. Um, so, Tita, but you are a very quotable person. But for you, what is one quote that you live by? Angelos. This is an easy question. 
Mm-hmm. I come as one, I stand as 10,000. You told that to Catriona Gray, right? I think was yeah, that Catriona. Yeah, that was one of the quotes I shared with Catriona when she mm-hmm. joined uh, Miss Universe 2018. But the gift of Catriona is uh, she paraphrases words. You know, I, I don't come, I don't stand here as one, but as 104 million Filipinos. This is a quote that comes from the poem Grandmother or to my grandmother by Maya Angelou, which means that I come to you as one, but I stand as 10,000. I'm not alone. I'm with my ancestors. I'm with Nanai, I'm with my tatai. I'm with, I'm, I'm with a bunch of brave farmers and fishermen, and they're happy and they're rooting for me. And I have their stories and I have no way to put them down or to disappoint them. I'm brave because I want a better life. When I stand before a public, I'm never alone. Kasama ko ang buong angkan ko. And we fill that stage up. And I say my lines with them. I'm pr- that's my core. That's my story. And that's my truth. And I'm proud of them. Yeah. yeah they are moment. barely ever stunned <laughs> when we interview. But they are also... <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, Tito, if you could have lunch with one person that are alive, who would it be and why? Nelson Mandela. Hmm. Mm, no? Okay. He's a great song. Uh, yes. But alive, I'd probably go for opera. <laughs> Me also. Sama ako sa lunch. Oh my I god, imagine if I had I lunch. Serve you. I was if I had lunch for Boya Buda and Oprah Winfrey, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my god. You know, I wrote her a letter. Of course, she didn't answer me, but I wrote her a letter. I wrote her a letter because I wanted to do an interview with Barbara Walters and Oprah Winfrey and Hillary Clinton then, but now I'm interested to do an interview with Kamala Harris. Mga pangarap lang. Mga pangarap lang. Nelson Mandela, because what a man. I mean, yes. what the. What a, you know, revered man. Every time I have a discourse on leadership, I always go, I always refer to the eight rules of leadership of Mandela. What a man. He could have been president for eternity of South Africa, but after four years, he went down. And um, wow, courage is not the absence of fear. It's his first rule. It is... Moving beyond it. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Nelson Mandela. Oprah, why? I think she's the most compelling storyteller in the world. What a storyteller. What a lovely story. I want to talk to her about, you know, her journey to forgiving the mother. I, I love that story, the day or the days before the mother passed on and how she journeyed into forgiveness because she thought she would not be able to forgive her mother. I'd like to be able to talk to her about about being promiscuous when she was a teenager, losing a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to be able to talk to her about how she turned around own, which was a losing proposition when it started. She's an amazing person. Amazing woman. Amazing one. Idol, idol. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that you have in common with her is that people who have great conversations, they filter that into their lives and they become like extra battery power. I don't know what it is. It's like energy <laughs> that you can, every time you sit in front of someone and you chat with them, whether it's Gerald Anderson or Kamala Harris, I'm manifesting it for you, um, <laughs> is that 
it becomes somewhat you learn lessons from them that you can i don't know I, especially if you listen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and let me tell you something Sharon bear um i i came into the business and i was told very clearly that when you do entertainment you can't do public affairs alam mo yun parang pag entertainment ka entertainment ka lang you're supposed to be uh flippant flamboyant even because public service is serious ayoko talaga noon you know ayoko talaga ayoko talaga ng labels and that was the reason when i moved to abs cbn 21 years ago sabi ko talaga kay freddy garcia was president of abs and it's it's in my stories for freddy i'm doing the buzz but give me a public affairs show para malaman mo naman marunong ako mag-ingles at marunong ako magtanong <laughs> I, i said kasi tayo meron tayong we like to label we like to compartmentalize uh, dito ka lang uh, dito ka lang eh bakit but hindi ako pwedeng tumawid but hindi ako pwedeng uh, makiboundary tayo uh, singer ka lang hindi ka pwedeng ganito artista ka uh, lawyer ka diyan ka lang magtuwa ba- bakit ba why can't i go into the peripheral peripheries of life uh, the, the fun is there the magic is there so that's the reason why i can do senators i can do my first interview my first guest on private conversations with boya bunda was a great deepak chopra oh, oh wow. yeah. i'm meditating to his voice yeah <laughs> Oh, talaga pinaaral ko talaga yun. Hindi ko naman kilala kung sino si Deepak Chopra. You know, you, you, that, I like it. You say, we are all students of life. We, we study every day. We learn every day. Pero I'm not going to say no. I'm not yeah. going to say no. When, when I did a live interview with President Gloria uh, in the grounds of Malacanang, that's scary, ha? I mean, it's not mm-hmm. easy. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Tito, ba, what was your most difficult interview? <laughs> lahat siguro oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's always you know the best the worst uh, the, the most frightening I am committed to every interview halimbawa tayo ngayon nag-interview tayo I'm not gonna say uh, no this is the first time I'm, I'm meeting uh, Bea and Chari I'm just gonna give them hindi eh when you do it do it when you give give your all yeah we oh. feel that yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> message Your message is so true and authentic yeah. and I you can hear it. So when I was, you know, I've been listening to some of your interviews like the last week I was like it's the same, it's consistent and like yeah. you can't you can't really uh you never really curate just based on a certain yeah. show. It's like this is who I am and you're going to get exactly who you are. But I'm curious, Tito boy, what is the one thing you don't understand about yourself because I feel like you really do, but there might be something Before that, I'll buy a little time. But before that, I do not condescend on anyone, on my guests. Artista, uh, politico, I believe that everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. You lang. I mean, just a tip to you because you do interviews now. Wala talaga akong, ano, wala akong, I, I'm, I'm going to prepare uh, less for this because, ay hindi. Para sa akin, if you are a guest, I'll spend, uh, enough time to be able to prepare for that just enough for me to be able to probe for me to be able to to do a dance but uh that's my way of showing respect what do what don't i understand about myself marami sa pero the first thing that comes to mind is i don't understand why i'm so driven to this very day 
it's my drive that I don't understand. Parang, halimbawa, uh, a group of young students wanted me to deliver a speech on leadership. Para ako magde-defend ng thesis, I'll spend so much time. You know, the only thing that I don't prepare for are interviews. Because that's my, that's my terrain. I mean, this is my terrain. I mean, this is home to me. This is my stage. The other thing that I do not understand, but I have come to embrace, are my contradictions. Marami akong contradictions. Ang dami. Hmm. One example. I'm curious yeah, now. <laughs> political views, but I'm not a- able to say them all. Uh, I, uh, there are, uh, ang dami kong contradictions. Ang dami kong uh, uh, opinion about our organization, but I'm not able to uh, create as much impact as I teach should be. Y- y- yung ganun, ang dami, dami kong contradictions. Dami hmm. kong contradictions sa buhay. The fact that you just said it today. I am okay with them. And I am okay not understanding some parts of me. In God's time, maybe. In God's time. I have a light question. This is Sherry's favorite. One of. One of. I think it's (laughs) cute. And you kind of mentioned this a while ago. The smell of each other when you see each other. But what smell makes you happy besides um, your, your partner's smell? The acquired taste, nectarine. As Joe Malone. Wow. <laughs> like, <yeah>. wow. <laughs> oh, the, the other one that makes me happy, the other smell, alam mo yung pagsiga. Nanay, pag nagwawali sa likod ng bahay namin, tapos uh, yung pinauusok na mga, the, the smell of uh, burning uh, dead uh, leaves and twigs, to me is home. Oo, yun. Y- y- yun yung ako. Uh, oh, the like is the is nectarine. <laughs> I know, I like it. it. It is contradictory also. I love it. I think that's what makes you such a colorful person. So The polarity you know, of my uh, sense of smell, yes. Yeah, so what is something beautiful that you see every day? Hi. The sense, that the experience of seeing is that is the beauty itself. Alam nyo ngayon, lalo na sa pandemic, pag umigising ka na, yung, yung <laughs> texture, di ba? Thank you, I'm able to open my eyes. Thank you, I'm alive. At nakakahinga yeah. tayo, hindi yung mabawa. I like it when Jack Ma said, during the pandemic, stay alive. Mm. <laughs> diba? Everything so, else yeah. is peripheral. Mm. Everything else is ancillary. Stay alive. So the very experience of opening your eyes and knowing that you're alive to me is, is the most beautiful thing now. I'm excited to be alive at makalaya. I know. I want to go on a date. I want to go on a date excited na ako. I want to go on a date and hindi on camera. Oh my gosh. That's true. That's okay. So I'm very curious about your answer here. You talked about nudity a while ago, but to you, what is the sexiest thing about you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, the sexiest thing. Oh, I, the easy, the easy answer is my brain. But of course, my brain is not sexy. Come on. I think okay. it's very sexy, but physically, <laughs> if you would choose. Uh, no, Paul would always talk about my hands. He likes. I mean, mo, talaga ang kamay mo. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy hands. I like it. Oh, I don't know why. I you know, sanay naman ako magtrabaho, but. <laughs> 
you know, he says that. It's another you contradiction. Just, yeah, I'm blushing. Okay, so finish this statement. I will be content when blank. I'm supposed to finish that. I will be content when blank. Forgive me, Charlie, but I'll have to rephrase that. Okay. I am content because I have enough. Ah, perfect. Yes. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I am content. Yeah. And that comes from the bottom of my heart. I am content because I have enough. Yeah. It takes a Good certain answer. level to be at that stage already. Contentment is something that people should keep working on. I, I, rather than success, rather than monetary, you know, your bank account, like contentment at whatever stage. But the drive exactly. should always be there. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. I'm never going to ask you your age because I think that's not something you <laughs> no, I'm like. But, but what is your advice to your younger self? When it comes to relationships, because surely, Peter Boy, when you were young, I, know, I just want to say that in Wikipedia, I am either 64 or 62 or 61. Sorry, I'm younger, <laughs> but I'm not going to say it anyway. I'm not going to confirm my lawyers. You know, this is serious. I'm having my lawyers fix it, so it will be real. I'm not afraid I'm not to grow old. I'm not afraid to grow old. Mm -hmm. uh, but there was a timeline when I was not uh, very comfortable about the idea of growing old because. I am in a business uh, that is dominated by young people. Youth mm, yeah. is the currency of the celebrity business. Okay, so what, what is the question again? I, the uh, question is, the, the boy, the young boy, possibly in the I don't know if you ever were. What's your advice to that young boy? Two words. Do not be afraid. To love, just love. Sabi ko na nga ba? Just go all out. Do not be afraid to love. Wow. Okay. This is my personal favorite, and it really stuns a lot of people. Um, what is love for you? And let's start with that. I think that's an okay question. <laughs> Bila, I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't know what love is. I don't know what love is. But I know when I see it, and I know when I feel it. Pero hindi ko talaga alam, totoo. This is not being literary or poetic, but, you know, I can say a lot of lines about love. But with what I've been through, I don't know what it is. But I've been blessed by overflowing love. I know when I feel it. I know when I see it. And I'm grateful. We guested Dr. Margie Holmes and she I love us. Her. She love us her. in love. Her interview is my Bible. She quoted someone, Eric from a psychologist, yeah. and he said, immature love says, I need you, that's why I love you. Mature love says, I love you, that's why I need you. And my question is, what age? No, sorry, not age. I know we're not going to talk about that. When did you understand mature love? Siguro in my 30s. I will admit. Kami ni Bongo, you had that conversation. Eh? Sabi niya, what was happening? Kasi I was in my 20s, eh? early 20s, when Bong, and I, Bong was very young. 
He was not even 18. I think he was 17. Um, pero ako naman, ito na naman ako, what is the difference between mature love and... <laughs> And what was the other one? Young love? Immature. Immature, immature, immature love. love. And mature love. Love is love. Hmm. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, there's a difference between the two. I don't uh, know. I feel like it's you and Bong as mature love. Yeah, I mean, it's not about <laughs> immature love can can evolve, can, can evolve into mature love. And when do you know? I mean, what color does it take? What smell does it take when it becomes mature love? And it's not about needing. It's not about wanting. Is that even about, it, it's not a transactional relationship. It, it's not about, is that even about giving and just sharing? I, I don't know what it is. It's about everything and nothing. Um, again, babasagin ko yung definition na, uh, about uh, when I need you and when I want you. It's an amalgam, it's the amalgamation of everything that makes sense and don't make sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's even safer to say that, you know, you feel it. You know, you know, my friend was saying, "No, boy, it's love when you're happy." Sometimes, you know, you know, it's love when you're in pain, when you're bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Her, don't you just she's oh, amazing her and her partner uh her husband we interviewed them together jeremy bear they are our topic was about infidelity and they were yeah. great such a great I resource love, i love margie holmes she's I amazing okay yeah. tita boy we're down to our last question number 30 but we may have a one bonus question but let's go for <laughs> question number 30 first uh this is my personal favorite question use three words to describe your life one word for the past one word for the present, and one word for the future. Can you say that again? I just want to digest it. Wait. Okay. Use, use three words to describe your life. One word for the past, one word for the present, and one word for the future. Past, present, and future. I was 30, I am thirsty, <laughs> and I will be 30. Context. I'll give you the context using the title of your show. No, I, I don't want to go into adjectives. You know, I was 30 at one point in my life, and it, it was exciting. I was driven. I still am driven. But what a journey it has been. Uh, And what a story it has been. I sold encyclopedias. I opened doors. I worked in restaurants. That's a story. And I was 30. And I was proud to be 30. Today, <laughs> I, I remain thirsty. Because uh, I still, I still want to know more. I still, I still want to drink as much as I can. Um. And it has almost become visceral. Uh, it is not an intelligent decision. It's, a, it's an intuitive decision. Of course, when I say I will be 30, I will write 30 at one point. We're all finite. We will all go. So I was 30. I am thirsty. And I will write 30 one day. 
Mm. That's the best answer we've ever gotten. I, I, know, like, so I always hear in your interviews, mic drop. People always say mic drop. Ito na yon. Ito na yon. Uh, <laughs> mic drop. Okay. But I, I, stick to, I stick kasi to the question. One word, one word, one word. But I have to contextualize. Oh, I love it. Okay, so that really is our 30th question. But of course, we cannot end this interview yeah. with you, Tito Boy, without you answering this last question. Yeah. Sex, sex or chocolates? Sorry, no more. chocolate sex. Same answer. Cares about chocolate. Diet <laughs> sex. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rita Boy. This was like, such an amazing interview. Um we were stunned like by a lot. You're an amazing person. And you know what? It's our goal to be as good as an interviewer and a listener as you are. And this is not meant to flatter you guys. You're very good. Thank you. Thank oh, you thank you so good. much. Yes, thank you. thank you very much. And <laughs> stay hungry. Thank you. And thank thanks. you. Thanks, everybody. Thirsty and 30. There you have it, guys. We hope you got something here to help you face the world with newfound inspiration. Tita Boy is a legend. My takeaway from Tita Boy is to live life. Feel every emotion, whether it be joy or pain. Stay honest, stay curious, stay devoted, and stay thirsty. I think this is the recipe to living life to the fullest. So thirsty friends, just a reminder, we have our live episode on YouTube and Facebook every Wednesday at 9pm. There we talk all about love and its quirks. You can learn more about us on our website, thirstyand30.club. Send us a message there, we'd love to hear from you. Till then, stay thirsty everybody. Toodles. Thirsty and 30.